welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Managed Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and it's really fun today. I have a guest, Deb King, from Sydney, Australia, one of the places on my bucket list to visit. And we actually got an introduction to each other on a podcast platform so that we could meet other people. And it was an amazing experience. And this is one of the many amazing outcomes I've had. So Deb and I like have figured out we both really like to do things a little bit out of the box, even though I think of myself as an in-the-box person. Love to travel encounter other people, go places, do things, and retreats. I just got back from a retreat, found out Deb's going to be having some in the future. I'm probably going to be there. Deb, I love it. From Australia, lived in London, lived the big lock there for a while, back in Australia. Tell us about you. Thanks so much for being here today. (laughs) Thank you, Jennifer. I am so um, just in love with your energy and vibe and being a soul sister and all these things that we love together and we're definitely going to meet for sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I lived an unconventional life, always wanted it to be fun and a party and uh, eventually actually realised I had been seeking externally for that because I was really quite some party animal for many, many years. Um, And back in 2003, returned to Australia from London to become a life coach. And back then, a lot of people hadn't really heard of it. But uh, that was the start of a very big ongoing journey of personal development, professional development, spiritual development, all those beautiful things like the woo-woo stuff you talk about now too. Um, There's just so much cool stuff to explore of discovering who I am. And and I think that we're all on that journey to, to find out more about ourselves and how we can express ourselves even with um, more love, more joy, um, more magic, <laughs> more fun, <laughs> more play. More fun, more play. My mom used to say we would have, um, there would be these office picnics and things. And my mom would ask my dad, well, where is this person? Where's that person? And my dad's looking around going, well, Phyllis, obviously they're not here. And she'd say, well, you need to put on their year end review does not play well with others because they should have been here to play with me because I've already talked to the four people I know and those other people should have been there. And one of the things that I like prided myself on throughout my career was making the office a little bit more like a playground and less like a prison. And when I saw your backdrop of the wisdom playground, it was like, oh yeah, we're going to be, you know, total soul sisters and have fun (laughs) together because we get into the drudgery of work and it doesn't matter if you're federal government, 
corporate or an entrepreneur, you get caught up in the drudgery of it. And then it's like, well, then that's not any fun. I talked to somebody today and she was like, I, I just want to bring my genius. I don't want to do this tech crap. So it happens wherever we are. So ideas, how do we keep the play in, in life as grown people with responsibilities? Yeah, well, that's it. It is a conscious choice, like anything, because um, what well, what I like to make the joke that any what's well, not really a joke. It's actually I'm serious about this. Anything that happened BC before COVID needs a refresh. <laughs> we can leave everything that doesn't serve us back there and actually co-create, reimagine, find ways to do things in new and better ways. But it does take a conscious choice because otherwise we just create what we already know. So play is something that it, it sparks so much genius. Uh, uh, Albert Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. It's the more we can play and create. You look at kids, they're so imaginative. They're playing. They're, they're, they're not, they've let go of judgment. If we can just stop judging ourselves, transcend judgment, and actually just get curious and and um, explore and give things a go, and um, it, there's so many ways to to use play, whether it is in business um, or in life, both both require the more playful, the more um, light we can be with everything and not take things so seriously magic actually truly happens i i used to say in my my previous lifetime i was in housing and people would call you know the heater doesn't work the air conditioner's out whatever it was apartment complexes we dealt with and i would see my staff get really upset about this that or the other and i'd say if it's life or death they need to call 911 because we can't get there and do anything about it. Like I would be the worst first responder ever. <laughs> and so if it's a 911 thing, like have them hang up and call 911. You know, you call your doctor's office. If this is a true medical emergency, please hang up and call 911. Most anything else is not life or death. So if it's not life or death, do we have to treat it that way? Like that's where we start carrying around that heavy burden. Like everything is life or death. How can I be more curious? Like I want to be more curious. I want to be more open to fun. How, how do you do that? Well, that's a really great question. The, the first thing to acknowledge is great that you asked it, right? Questions <laughs> are questions in themselves actually open up new possibilities so the fact you asked how can I that those open questions of how what who where when that that when we ask open questions we're kind of starting to expand possibilities straight away so questions are a great way to get curious I think uh, again it's um I really am a big fan of breathing from our heart. So often when we're in our head, we are running lots of different stories and judgments and stuff going on, whether we're beating ourselves up and saying we're not good enough or we're judging someone else, whatever it is. <laughs> Let's 
And it's not me. It's not that you. (laughs) (laughs) That we can leave in BC. I encourage everyone, leave that in BC. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so when we actually, yeah. So, and no, 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 no serious quiet um if we can bring our attention to our center is right now and imagine your breath is coming in through your heart and out through your heart and take a few breaths that way straight away you are actually bringing your attention out of your head into your heart and the heart is where the power is and you feel likely if you if you just take these breaths your heart you feel calm you feel present you're in a much more powerful place and when your head's out of the way you can also be open more to what is actually in front of you more of your senses more of more of the you know in every moment there are infinite possibilities so we 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 have to filter most of it all the time to function but when we actually really connect with the breath and take a deep breath, we're actually allowing ourselves to connect with more infinite possibilities. And I think along with that came to mind, if we're going to quest- ask questions to open more possibilities, if we're going to take those few seconds, like it's not like I have... I, I have a hair that's like in my face all of a sudden. Um, It's not like it takes an immense amount of time. Like time is money. I have a lot to do. Like people get in their head, in their head that they can't slow down. Like if they're not moving quickly, nothing will happen. But if we stop and breathe and then ask a few questions, I, I talked to somebody recently and it was like, well, there aren't going to be any more hours in the day. Like I can only do so much in a day. And I said, well, what if you considered this? And she went, wow, I never thought of that. And I don't know what she will or won't do with it, or if she'll even take the time to consider it, but what if? One of the best questions, (laughs) right? What if? It is such a powerful question. There is always other possibilities and solutions. And there is a growing consciousness of realizing the more we we slow down to speed up. If we can slow down and breathe and get centered and present, we have access to our full power. It's the subtle, the heart speaks in a very quiet whisper. It's very subtle. If we've got a lot of noise in our head, we don't hear it. We don't, we're not tuned into our body, our intuition, our, our inner guidance, the, the universal guidance that's available to us. Um, and so the breathing, you can even breathe. We're breathing all the time anyway, but you could be breathing while you're driving, while you're cooking, while you're in meetings. You can actually be focusing on the heart breathing that can happen it's it's not something that has to stop everything else that you're doing so that that's another beautiful thing but it is great sometimes to just stop and take a breath <laughs> that's like it, it it's very powerful and like you say what if what if magic happens now from that i had a, a situation at work and it was not a pleasant one and i went to see a 
a counselor about this meeting I was going to have. And I said, well, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to handle this meeting? Like, I needed guidance. What am I going to do when I walk in this room? I knew it was going to be contentious. I knew it was going to be extremely stressful and like could really have bad ramifications for me. And she said nothing. And I said, like, what? <laughs> and she goes, you're, you're going to go in there and do nothing. I said, okay, well, what if they ask me a direct question? Don't I have to answer it? And she goes, maybe. I said, all right, you've totally lost me. Like, I don't get this <laughs> at all. She said, well, the problem is when you're asked a question and you know it's contentious, you know it is trying to trigger you. Like, it's, it's not to get the best and highest good, right? It's to attack you in some way. What happens is you quit breathing. You end up holding your breath. And when you hold your breath, your brain can't think. And then you're never going to give a good answer because you didn't have the opportunity to think of it. So when you're asked a question, sit there and think about it a moment, breathe, and then don't really give an answer. Like, I don't remember it that way, or I don't recall, or I'm not sure. She said, just be vague. Everything will be fine in the end. And I left there thinking, I, I just talked to Tootie Fruity here. Like, there is no way, literally within, I'm going to say, less than five minutes of that meeting started, my boss looked at me and goes, are you just going to sit there and stare at me? And I said, well, you had weeks to think about what you wanted to say to me. And this is all new. I, I don't even know what to say. And so like it diffused the whole situation. The meeting ended up being very short. Um, it turned out better than I could have possibly ever envisioned. But I had that really great guidance. Sit there and breathe. Give your body a chance to settle in. Give your brain a chance to work because she said, when you hold your breath, your brain just cannot function. So mm. I love that. And it doesn't take long. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's very, it's the most powerful thing. It's really quite magical <laughs> and well done for you to embrace that, even though it wasn't what you thought you wanted to do, but it, it's so that's part of experiment, you know, being curious, playing experiment, like give things a go because it's until we try it on and have a, a lived experience that we can start to tweak from there. It, it, we can't know until we give it a go, right? And so um, I think that that's really good. Um, but, yeah, there's lots of ways to play even more. Laughing is great. There's all sorts of laughter yoga that you can do now dancing actually that would be another thing um in your meeting to respond with interpretive dance that would have been really interesting but yes the, the curiosity thing is um to actually explore what is it that lights you up what what brings you joy and passion and what can you appreciate and what can you um even find ways how they like little games that you can play with yourself there's a really fun there's there's a, a fun game that's quite simple you can play um which is called yes and have you ever 
done that one, Jennifer? No, I have not. I ran out of paper. I had to get a new book. Yes, <laughs> and... So it's like you start with a topic and you say something and then I just add to it. So it's like you can do it in a, um, we could just do it together. We could do it in a group where it's just playing with adding on. So you're not judging anything. There's no right or wrong. It's a great way to start to just loosen up those um, creative juices. So you have a topic and then you say something and then I would say yes and and I add something to that topic and then the next person says yes and and they they add and it just kind of can can really spark some amazing, amazing ideas. I have started trying to implement yes and but not in this way and that is when somebody suggests doing something and my gut reaction would have been to say, yes, but like, yes, you can do that, but this would be better or different or whatever. I've tried to consciously say yes. And also like to add on versus diminish what they say, because I think we kind of live in a yes, but, or, or a flat out no type environment a lot of the time. Yes. And great that you're aware. I think the more present and aware of what is the language we're using that because that that determines the experience we're having. So maybe um, the yes, but someone could be doing that to themselves and limiting themselves and not having as much joy as they could if they just shift that one thing instead of yes, but to yes and wonder what would happen. Well, do you remember like in the olden days? I don't know. I know you can do whiteboards, you know, via the computer and, you know, group meetings online, not just in person, but you'd have a meeting and there would be a whiteboard and the leader would say, we're in a brainstorm. And the brainstorming session was cut short because as soon as the first two or three ideas were put up there, everybody started judging them and saying why it wouldn't work. And if you ever took the time to put all the ideas up there, you might be able to combine some of them to have a better idea. Was it, you will know the answer to this. Was it Steve Jobs that said, innovation and creativity are nothing more than connecting ideas and and things that people didn't consider connecting before? Was that him that said something like that? I'm not sure, but I love that. I think that that could be him and and that brainstorming session if you just stop at three ideas I would say that's not truly a brainstorming session like the whole whole idea is to create a safe space that lots and lots of ideas many many like hundreds of ideas if you can like way more than you think you can put those up because it's those stretching those to, to further places and then like you say connecting the dots that that is where the genius is that is absolutely where the genius is. And, and it probably was Steve Jobs when you think about the combining of the iPod and the phone and, and, and all the different things of bringing, that's, that's where innovation comes from, combining different things. And even in food, right, we get more and more in, in interesting food these days because people are fusing different styles and giving different things a go. Right, and putting it together and you wouldn't, think it went together and I think creativity is 
I'm going to go out on a limb here, but I'm going to say I think it's undervalued in many organizations. And even within the entrepreneurial space, like you think this is what you want to do and this is how it's going to be. But in order to grow and thrive, like you have to be open to other possibilities. But the idea of being creative, I I do trainings for the state and they asked me to do this class, Everyday Creativity. And I said, I'm the least creative person ever. I can't do that class. And they're like, yeah, you can. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to suffer through. Well, as it turns out, who knew? I do have a little bit of creativity, but it's not in the way I thought it was. Like I had creativity in such a box. You had to be able to paint. You had to be able to draw. Those really aren't my talents, but I do have other talents. And so I think we get in boxes and how do you break out? Like, how do you break out of that box? (laughs) That's such a good point. To, to be, we are all creative. We're like we're creators. We're creating all the time, whether it's conscious or not. We are creating our lives. We're creating every day. So we are all creative. We can all expand our capacity and our talent in that area. And some of us are, like you say, the obvious artists that can paint and draw and sing and dance and do the very beautiful creative arts. However, even if you don't have any of those talents, you still have the ability to be creative, every single one of us. And it is such an important quality as a human that we must embrace right now. This is the time where we need to bring out the best of our human qualities and creativity and curiosity, which is the other thing we mentioned before, those two things are so important right now. This is what we can do to come together and co-create better ways forward, how we can actually create a world that works for everyone that is completely different to what we've had before. But it actually needs all of us to tap into our gifts and talents and the wisdom that we have within. We are all on this planet for a reason. We all matter. You listening, you, Jennifer, me, Deb, every single one of us, we, we, we have something to give in this space. I love that. And you, you mentioned, we talked a little bit before we hit record, but you mentioned um, a minute ago about tapping into our wisdom. Do you have like a practice or a suggestion to, I'm going to say, remind ourselves and remember what we're good at and what, like where our gifts lie, what wisdom we do have. Yeah, well, firstly, is to acknowledge that we all have wisdom or at least open up to there's so much more wisdom within us than we've even tapped into yet. That's for every single one of us. We're using the smallest amount of potential that we actually have. We have so much, every single human has more potential than we're using. It's quite incredible. And so that means there's a whole lot of wisdom in us we haven't even realized yet, right? And so we can actually ask to be shown, to be allow us to, to tap into more of our innate abilities, to allow that to start to show itself. And, and the way we'll know is that we get curious and interested and passionate about it. Like when we get excited and lit up and it feels expansive, that's meaning you're on the right path to do more of that, do more of what gives you joy, what lights you up, what brings you um, some 
some good feelings. Like we're here to enjoy ourselves, not to <laughs> like be in the grind, like you said, that often as, as whether you're in business, uh, in a job or in business as an entrepreneur, we can get stuck in ruts and and not really following our joy and and really in old patterns that aren't feeling good and it takes just a choice to do that differently so to remind ourselves if you really need reminders one of my favorite things is something i want to remember a lot i will set alarms on my phone set a few of those throughout the day when that alarm goes off you need to remind yourself to allow yourself to feel joy or allow yourself to feel abundance and well-being or whatever whatever it is or even to ask what do what what wisdom wants to flow through me right now and and have it breathe, breathe into your heart and let your heart speak to you and just allow without judgment just and if nothing comes that's okay practice again and something will come at some point or it might come when you're in the shower or when you're driving or two in the morning doesn't matter <laughs> It's going to show up. That's the thing. I I love talking about joy. And I was just at a a conference or a retreat and there were um, folders and they were beautiful folders with gold lettering and each one had words on it. And you, I guess one word, and you pick the word that you, like you wanted to embrace, you wanted to feel more of. And I picked up the one that said courageous. And as the conversation started, It was like, you know, I want more joy because I really have lived most of my life out of duty, right? You, you do what you have to do to get by. You keep doing the things, but I wanted more joy. And it was like, you know, I want to be more joyously courageous. Like I want to have joy in being courageous and step into the new thing. And when things got tough for me at work and I was thinking, why am I here? Why am I doing this? I I would make my list literally. Why do I work here? Why haven't I left? Well, I got a nice paycheck. I had a nice benefits package waiting for me on the other end. I worked with nice people and I really, really had a heart for the client base we served. And so when I could come back to kind of the basics of why I was there, some of the irritants like melted away a little bit. And it's part of that gratitude, that focus on the positive. Yes, some situations are tough and difficult. Don't want to take that away. But at the same time, whatever you focus on, you get more of. So 100%. That is like, it is exactly that. What you focus on, you get more of, which is so important in these times right now where there's a lot of chaos and crazy going on. And if we get too stuck in the stuff we don't want, you were just creating more of it. So it's so important what you said there is focusing on the why and what actually you appreciate about where you are because it shifts your energy straight away. And then we, everything is energy. The higher, the better our energy is, the more we're going to attract goodness to us. So it's really important that we're, we're, we're getting to know ourselves and, and how we're feeling, where our energy vibration is, it is something all of us can do. Like it is, we're all, we're all energy. Like it's not just some of us can do it and some can't. Like it is just as simply a practice and a, a bringing our awareness to it. 
and appreciation is gold. That is the pathway to joy, in my opinion. It's the thing that when we can really get connected because there's blessings in everything, even when things are really crap, there are things that are, are blessings that we can appreciate. And so that will, when we focus on that, then we get more of that and it just shifts. And before you know it, um, new creations are happening. Well, and that's like in the past two years with the pandemic, I recently was asked how hard it must be for me because in case none of our listeners know, I'm an extreme extrovert. Like on Myers-Briggs, I'm like, you know, two points from winning the lotto on being an extrovert, which means I get my energy from other people and being with people. If you're an introvert, all that means is when you've been around people for a while, you need a little bit of alone time because that's what recharges you. Both are good. Both are needed. Don't get all judgy about it. Doesn't really matter. It's just how do you get re-energized? How do you get rejuvenated? And so I said, you know, it, it didn't, I didn't go into the doldrums of depression with it as far as my daily life being greatly impacted because so many more people came online. I've made amazing friends throughout the world. I interacted with a gal from Iceland and she's actually from Ukraine and her family's in Ukraine. And so good thoughts to her and her family. But because I did a podcast with her, I was like number four on the charts in, in Iceland. Like who knew that was a thing that would have never happened. Like I would have never, that connection would not have come about. Um, so I've met people all over. I, is this as fun as when we are actually going to meet in person, Deb, and get to hug and touch and have a cocktail? No, no. But you know what? We'll take what we can get (laughs) until it happens. So, you know, like what good, I love that I can order my groceries and I pull up and they put them in my car. Like that didn't really happen for me before. I know it was available, but I didn't really take advantage of it, but you know, there are shifts. We can focus on all the horror of it all. And there is plenty of it for sure. Or we can focus on the positive and what we can do to move positive. So I, I love our time that we've spent together. And there are a few key points I just want to kind of circle back to. Conscious choice is like a thing. And we don't have to live life just like humdrum, like robots. We, we have choices in every moment, in every situation, how we're going to choose to respond or react. Um, ask more questions to open up more possibilities. I, and I loved when I said, what if, and you said, oh, that is one of the most powerful questions. Like, what if? what if this were different? What if I could live the life I dreamed? What if I woke up happy in the mornings? I love it when people say, I don't talk to me until I have coffee. Guess what? Spoiler alert. I don't drink coffee. I just wake up this way. I mean, I know it's exhausting (laughs) for some, but yeah, it just happens. But you have to slow down and speed up, right? So you can breathe a little bit. Laughter adds a lot. What else? Yes. And versus yes, but, um, And we have more wisdom, like, than we think we do. What did I miss that's really huge? 
Huge. I, I would just, uh, I love that list, actually. Thank you for capturing that. And I feel it's like, let's tap into the best of our human qualities. Let's let go of judgment and get curious instead. Let's um, connect with each other heart to heart and really look for the good, really look for what we can appreciate. Let's actually find ways to add value to each other and um, allow ourselves to receive support from others as well. This is a time to come together as humanity and connect and collaborate. And that's going to look different to what we even can imagine because it's not what we've done that much before. Like most of us haven't had effective uh, lived experience of effective collaboration We've been trained to compete. We've been trained to be independent and do it alone. We need to leave all that old stuff that doesn't work in BC before COVID and we create new, better ways forward by actually tapping into the best of ourselves and each other. I love that. And I love when you say allow our souls to receive because as humans, and I'm going to throw out there, especially women, we aren't programmed, trained, groomed to receive. We are programmed, groomed, and trained to give. And, you know, the best analogy in the world is you get on an airplane and they say, put your oxygen mask on first if it drops and then help the person next to you. Because if I have oxygen, I can't possibly help you if I'm passed out. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> we kind of forget to do that and fail to do that. So, Deb, if people want to get hold of you, how do we get hold of you? Do you have a program coming up? Do you do you have what do you want to share with the peeps? Oh, thanks. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I we have a website, thewisdomplayground.com. So that's T-H-E wisdomplayground.com. And we, coaches and healers uh, come to us to create powerful packages, like unpack their wisdom and actually turn that visible and ensure that their clients get amazing results and that they create thriving businesses. So for those that are either a coach, a healer, or some sort of guide or practitioner, or they're in corporate that have wisdom and want to get into their own business to share their wisdom those types of people would benefit from coming to play with us. We have a free guide. Uh, we have a program that uh, is called Skyrocket that helps people um, create those packages. We also have a, a, a membership. So there's lots of ways to play in our, in our Ohana, our family. Um, <laughs> and if those of you are listening are not that kind of um, uh, that's not your role. You're not a coach, a healer of any kind. We actually have a Facebook group that is called Conversations and Collaborations for Our Best Possible Future. That is a, um, of course, free Facebook group where you can come and get lots of inspiration about cool stuff that's happening on the planet. There is so many great things being created right now that is uplifting humanity and we like to share a lot in there about all those kind of things. So that's somewhere to come and join in that conversation. I love that. And that was conversation and collaboration um, for our best future. Best possible future. Best possible future. Okay. I will um, get the exact link for that and drop yeah. it in the show notes. So I'll have all yeah. the links in the show notes so everybody can get that. 
I have loved getting to know you, Deb. I'm so glad we were able to find time. She's in Sydney, so it's what, 9.30 in the morning, 8.30? Yeah, yeah, 9.30. It's 9.30 yeah. her time and 5.30 p.m. my time. Are you Friday already? Thursday. Oh, you're th- oh yeah, because I'm Wednesday. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wednesday, you're Thursday. <laughs> you're ahead of me. She said it's going to be a bright, shiny, beautiful day on Thursday. So yeah. I can't wait to wake up in the morning to another bright, shiny, beautiful day. <laughs> Dad, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. I have really enjoyed our conversation. And I do truly look forward to the time when we can meet in person. Oh, me too. Thank you so much, Jennifer. And just, yeah, you're amazing. So really excited for your journey as well. And we will be meeting at some point. I can feel it. (laughs) We will get on planes for a while. Yeah. (laughs) I am your host, Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi and I look forward to connecting with you soon.